Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi, family, friends and fellow hikers now, as you've come at me on that last hike. Um, I'm back home and I'd like to thank you all very, very much for your support to date. Uh, subscribers who've been there from the beginning. I so appreciate you in this family and what you're doing for each other as well. There's a lot more comments in the, the comments section helping each other out. And you subscribers, I hope you enjoy the journey here with us and thank you for your time and joining us. So today I'd like to uh, talk about the discard uh, from a different perspective. I think that normally when people are discarded by a narcissist, we're left with a huge amount of self-doubt. Besides the, the pain and the destruction that it causes, we tend to, or this is what I hear in the comments, and I would have gone through a little bit of this myself. We tend to introspect and to see, is there anything that we could have done better or were we to blame as the narcissist said we were? Um, so we look inwardly and often in the comments, you'll see people in excruciating pain in relation to the narcissist going on to someone new very quickly. And, you know, lots of questions about the new supply and what did they have that you didn't have? And are they so much better? And the, the, the thing is to be to be discarded by someone that you loved and love is is hugely, as I said in a different video, it's hugely abusive. It's like, you know, it's like being on a boat in the jungle with your partner, with the ex-narcissist, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, and standing beside them and them pushing you into the, the river that's full of crocodiles. And you either sink or swim. You either find a plank of wood to get up on and save yourself or you die. And this happened this happened to you as you were standing beside the person you trusted most in the world. Uh, so it's a huge betrayal, huge betrayal. And as we said before, it can leave us in a terrible state. And then, you know, to compound that, the narcissists often go off to a new person and they often will stand on the boat and watch you as you clamour for your life and and laugh at it and take pleasure out of it and enjoy it. And not only that, but they'll smear your name to others and say more or less that you deserved it. So besides being, as you can see, a totally crazy criminal act, it's very, very messed up. It's the act of someone who's actually a mental patient because no one does that. It's not, it's not normal. It's highly abusive. But what I'd like to get to from saying this is we need to reframe this because it's not reality when we start to doubt ourselves and go into this very painful state. 
while understandable, we need to reframe what's actually happened because the reality of what's happened is the narcissist got with us for supply. We know that. We're very aware of that in this community. They have a pathological jealousy of everyone. What things that people have and qualities you have, uh, residual benefits that you may have. You may have a great job, car, house, whatever you have. They're jealous of it and they want it. So when they come to you, when they come to you, they're envious of you, but they want what you have. So they want to join you and try and take what you have. But when they get with you and that that jealousy takes over, they use a huge amount of manipulation to put you down. So they get you to trust them first. They give you that fantastic time and then they take it away a little bit at a time um, by pushing your boundaries, by manipulating you, by gaslighting you, by triangulating you. So always pushing back on your boundaries so that you will less and less and less challenge them and be less and less yourself because they'll use all these different tactics and techniques to, you know, isolate you, to have you more dependent on them for validation, to have you wanting everything to be okay, wanting everything to be like it was in the beginning and acquiescing to what they want in the relationship and their needs and their, their demands fulfilled because you're a very strong, loving, understanding, introspective and forgiving person. So you see this person who comes to you usually as a victim. You believe that over time this can be healed and you can help. And with the future faking, you believe that you only have to go another little bit and things will all be as they should be and come right and come peaceful and your troubles will be over and you both will have a fantastic relationship because you'll have helped the person and you'll have worked through things together. But in the process of your hope and your love, the narcissist is pushing against your boundaries, making you doubt yourself, isolating you and making making you feel less confident and less sure of who you are and looking to them more for your needs. And then what happens is you're at a, people, people come to this at a different stage where they begin to cop on that all is not right, that each time, each time they acquiesce to the narcissist's demands and become less and less themselves and feel not enough and not good enough, it doesn't get better. It's beginning to get worse. And there's less and less of the love bombing and less and less of the good times there. And you begin to realize either someone outside the relationship may help you if you go and talk to them or you are lucky enough to find this amazing YouTube um, overall community and all the different channels on narcissism. But whatever actually helps you or something tells you inside yourself that things aren't right. So you then begin to push back a little bit and 
reestablish some boundaries and find yourself a little bit of yourself again. And that part of you begins to rise. And once the narcissist sees that you're not totally acquiescing, not fully under control, they may then bring in another another big slice of love bombing to see if they can get you back under control. And this may happen a few times. They may even give you a few mini discards. But if you are solid in your belief that what you're seeing over and over again isn't right and that your needs are not being met at all, in fact, you're in distress most of the time now and you can see a pattern and you decide, right, I need this need met. I need them to agree to this because this is this is very crucial to me. This is a, a principle. This is something now that I'm not prepared to go on like this with. And maybe it's say you put down a financial boundary um, and they agree to it, but they don't. They agree in words, but their actions don't uh, follow up on that. And you realise here that you actually are going to have to stand up for this boundary, for this principle. So it's been building for quite a while. What the narcissist will then do is make a decision as to how to get you back under control. And if they've done all the love bombing and done many discards and they decide it's too much hassle, it's too much hassle for them, they're going to discard you. They don't like to expend too much energy. They feel they shouldn't have to. They feel above, they feel omnipotent, grandiose and all the time they've been jealous of you. So they're they're quite happy to, to see you suffer and to walk away from the situation because they don't feel that they should have to put up with anything like this. They want total control, total power, and they want to see you put down because you're not behaving yourself. You're standing up for even though you've given huge amount of love, huge amount of support, you've nearly stood on your head for them. You've been the strongest of the strong and you've put up with an awful lot of abuse from them. Even though you have been a good, good person, you've been a beautiful person and a loving person. That's exactly what they don't want to see. They don't want to see you being strong. They don't want to see you standing up for yourself and being who you are. So they will discard you. Now, if you think about this, they'll discard you and they'll tell you it's your fault that they're discarding you. And then they'll go on and put someone in your place, maybe. And then they'll smear your name, just as we said at the beginning of the video. But here's my point, guys. Instead of not being good enough for them, you're too good for them. And that's why they've discarded you. So I really want you to think about this. Listen to this. You are too good for them. You found it within yourself after all you'd given, after the amount of time you stayed with them and tried to make it work and tried to help them and tried to love them. They turned around and they threw you out of the boat. You threatened their sense of power, their sense of superiority, their control. 
and their authority by asking to be respected for who you were. To the narcissist, you're just an extension of them and you must obey them and you must admire them and you must be controlled by them and they must feel more powerful because inherently they're pathologically jealous of you and your happiness and your ability to be the person you are. So don't go feeling when they go on to another source of supply. They're only going on to someone who doesn't know anything about them, who doesn't know who they are, who hasn't seen behind the mask. They're not going on to anyone better. They're just going on to a supply that's, that can't see who they are yet. And that person's going to have to go through probably worse than you went through if they discarded you and they didn't get everything they wanted from you because you stood up to them. Now, you may be in bits now. You may be in a terrible state. It may have taken you a long time to recover. You may be years after or away from them and it still hurts to a certain extent if you haven't fully healed. But please leave this video with this message. They left you because you were too good for them. They also left you with an idea that at some stage, if they left you alone long enough and went on to a new supply and maybe didn't talk to you, gave you the silent treatment. These are three hugely abusive moves to bring someone under control. And I've covered this in the Hoovering video. This was a big slap down for you to tell you to behave yourself, to not think so much about yourself. I remember the narcissist actually saying to me when I when I had some communication with him during an attempt at Hoover and he said, you still think so highly of yourself. And of course, at that stage, I didn't because I was in bits, but something inside you something strong inside you that makes you the person you are, that makes you the spiritual, strong, loving, respectful, dynamic human being that the narcissist couldn't take down. They will want to come back and hoover you to see if you've learned your lesson. And if you haven't learned the narcissist lesson and don't accept them back, that's a huge narcissistic injury and they have to look at the fact that you're too good for them. So guys, that is the reality. You are more than enough, but the narcissist has tried to make you think that you're not. They've tried to think, make you think that you're not good enough, that it's all your fault and that there's someone else out there that's far better than you that's going to make the narcissist happy. Nobody is going to make the narcissist happy. The narcissist can't make themselves happy. So it's I'm going to do in the next video and the eternal cycle that the narcissist goes in and why they do it. But guys, please, I'd like to leave you with the thought of how amazing you actually are. And that the narcissist didn't take you down and that you're too good for the narcissist. So, guys, with that, um, I'll bid you adieu. Subscribe if you like this content and want to hear more and join our community of amazing people here. 
and hit the like button or the dislike button. I have someone who's continually disliking and I just like to say to them, it's great to have you continually watching the videos because you must be getting something out of them. Thanks, guys. I'm going to see you shortly and have a great day. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.